0: It's Dothan High School Wolf Football on your home for great country legends. 96.9 The Legend. And now it's the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. I am Philip Jordan, the in-studio host and producer of Dothan Wolves football, right here on 96.9, The Legend. Each week, Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert sit down with Dothan Wolves head coach, Jed Kennedy, to look back at the previous game and preview the upcoming opponent. Tonight, Coach Kennedy breaks down the Wolves' 66-0 win over Smith Station last week and previews tomorrow night's non-region road matchup with the Baker Hornets. We're going to take a quick timeout. But when we return, Coach Jed Kennedy will be joined by Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert right here on 96.9
0: The Legend. Coach came in Friday night with a 66-0 win for homecoming. Um, I reckon the the slogan for record books is records are meant to be broken and maybe when everything gets kind of uh, ironed out from, from last Friday night, there may be a few records that are broken, but you know, we saw six different Wolves score, almost seven. We were pushing for Tanner Johnson, tried to get the ball to, him, dropped it, but it would have been a touchdown for him. But kind of your your first uh, comments about the game from last Friday night.
2: Well, I think number one, you know, really a couple of things. You know, I thought, you know, we really didn't play great. I didn't think offensively against Prattville. Um, schematically, we were much better against – Smith Station, you know, there's no secret to it. Smith Station is in a rebuilding mode. You don't go into a game like that saying, "Gosh, I hope to score sixty some points." That was was certainly never the intention. I think we only ran thirty-eight offensive plays. Um, We ran twelve plays in the second half. Three of those were touchdowns, all with our backup kids. So, um, you know, I know Coach Garrison's trying to get that thing built over there, and. you know, he knows they've got a long ways to go. They played a young, a, a bunch of young kids. Um, but, you know, again, um, you know, I'm just happy for our kids. Anytime you have a, you know, we suit up 90 players, and all 90 players got a bunch of snaps on Friday in front of a great crowd on homecoming. Um, to me, that's awesome. You know, it gives kids who might be a year away or even two years away a chance to to get out there and run around on the field on a, on a Friday varsity night in a region game. So um, we got out of it healthy. Which was good. We were able to rest some kids and not play some starter, uh, some starters to get them ready for this this road we've got coming up, which is really really tough. But uh, you know, all in all, you know, we got the win. We got out healthy. We we, we got the win without playing all of our starters. So um, it was a good night.
1: Coach, I was curious uh, as Smith Station started out and they, at first it seems like they bring out their running back, put him back there in the wildcat of what maybe even was their own version of a single wing. Was that something you'd already seen on film or was that a new twist that they threw at you?
2: That was a new twist. And you know how it is when you're, you know, they've struggled to score points this year and they've had a crazy tough schedule. I mean, they've played Enterprise, um, they've played Prattville, they've played, uh, uh, Pleasant Grove, which is one of the top schools, you know, in the division below us. Um, they've played central Phoenix city, you know, so they're obviously trying to find a way to muster up some points and um, they've got a really good running back and, and they tried some different ways to get him the ball and, and do some unique formations. But, you know, we've, you know, you know, we've kind of seen that type of look, you know, already that's what Auburn tried to do to us. And, um, you know, I think we're pretty good defensively and uh, we're fast and um, our kids did a good job of adjusting on the fly and, um, getting lined up, you know, that's what's, that, that. that's how, you know, defensive football is all reactive. You know, offensively, I know the formation we're going to call. I know the play we're going to call defense. You got to go out there and you got to get lined up. And you got to play and, and you could see a formation you have literally not seen all year. And our kids, you know, a couple of those formations were like that Friday night. I thought our kids did a great job of getting lined up and, and playing. And that's a tribute to, to our kids and our defensive staff. I think always does a great job of having our kids prepared and ready to go. Yeah.
0: Coach, you mentioned that, uh, you know, the whole second half, we had a running clock, which you don't get a lot of plays in. That's why, you you know, like you said, 12 offensive plays. And, uh, you know, you had your two-tier, three-tier uh, players getting in, getting some experience, getting some time. And one thing we noticed uh, just from the booth, you had a starter or two maybe in there in a position. One person that stood out was Anthony Brooks on the defensive side kind of making sure everybody got lined up where they're at, and that just shows a little bit of leadership. I know Anthony Brooks just first year at Dothan, uh, but uh, just talk a little bit about, you know, what that leadership looks like when you got second-tier players on the field.
2: Well, what we always talk to our, what our kids about is, you know, um, we, we coach every kid like they're someday going to be a starter here. It might be now. It might be next week. It might be in four weeks. It might be in a year. And, um, you know, at halftime we told our kids, hey, everybody in this locker room is going to play. There's a lot of there's a lot of plays throughout the year where our our guys who are not starters are, are being great teammates and cheering on those people on the field. Now it's time for us, for for the guys who are not on the field to, to 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 be that great teammate and coach. And that's what I was proud of. Our, our 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 starters who weren't in the game in the second half were awesome teammates. They were encouraging. They were coaching up, um, just like those 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 other players deserve. And um, like I said, we don't we we don't really. Um, put a lot of emphasis of where you are, so to say, on the depth chart. Um, we love and care about every kid in our program. We're going to coach every kid up and um, every kid's, you know, at some point, going to have their opportunity, and um, you know, we look at it at at a the second half of Friday night. Just for a lot of for for some guys, they're seniors who who maybe just aren't in a position to start for a chance to get some some great reps. Um, you know, for young kids who might be a sophomore who who might have to go into a role next year and start, it's a chance for them to get reps. It's a you know, it's it's a chance for guys who took scout team reps all week to get the the starters ready. A chance for them to get reps. So I think just as a coach, it's really rewarding to see all those guys run out there and, um, you know, get a chance to contribute on a Friday night.
1: Coach, I think one of the examples of what you're talking about there is Jerry and I mentioned too, is you're bringing in some of the other backs. uh, And these are guys who have played, you know, the last two years, I think Cam Lee Wright and Ty Vickers. And of course it was another big night for AJ Alexander. He had 103 yards, Peterson had 112 yards, I think on eight carries. So for both of those guys, Uh, Ty Vickers comes in and says that's great coach I'll give you 125 yards in three plays Uh, just had an outstanding night along with some of the the other sophomore we talked a lot about the sophomore group and some of those guys you like the way they ran the ball too so you feel good about your backfield uh, and some of those skill positions here in these coming years
2: yeah we're you know we are young Um, you know we've got obviously some really good seniors talked about Tamarian Peterson Jalen Corbett Um, Anthony Castillo, Chris Gibson, some of those guys on offense. But we play a lot of young players. And, um, you know, T.J. Vickers is is, is the definition of a program kid. He started for us some last year as a sophomore. Um, Just the way things shook out this year, he's not starting. He's our first backup in. Um, You know, but I can promise you before this year is over, he's going to have snaps in a game during crunch time. Um, He works extremely hard. He, He can play about three different positions. He's extremely smart. He's a team player. And, um, you know, it was great to see him. And, man, I think he broke about six or seven tackles on both of those runs. And, uh, you know, he's just – he's one of the favorites of the people on our team because of how he does things. And it um, was certainly awesome to see him get in the end zone a couple times.
0: Coach, here we are, you know, halfway through the regular season. What's kind of the the – I'd say temperature, but, but of the team around, you know, and I, I don't know, last week we talked a bit, you know, we're – from a record standpoint, same place we were this time last year, but like you said, we're fixing going that full week of Gauntlet. I mean, you got, you know, Baker and the Enterprise, and, uh, uh, me, Baker, Central, Enterprise, you know, then maybe a week off, and then then you got uh, Opelika, and uh, and then, but kind of what's the feel around the locker room with the kids right now at this time of the year? Well, I think you know. I, I I think it's it's human nature
2: to look at scores, and here's where you were last year, and and here's where we are now. I think I think that's a human nature thing to do. We try not to do that. Um, it's a different team. It's a different year. I'll be honest with you. I think our region is even better this year than it was last mm-hmm. year. Man, is it, uh, um, it? It's it's deep. It's talented. It's physical. It's um, you know, it's, you know, we've got four games coming up against four teams ranked in the top 10 in the state. And, um, you know, someone said to me the other day, I, you know, they said, man, Coach, those four teams are really good. And I said, you know, yes, they are. I said, but so are we. Um, you know, when we put on film and see Opelika, you say, man, they're really good. You put on Enterprise and say, man, they're really good. And you put on Central and say, man, they're really good. They might be the best in the state. And you put Baker on and say, wow, they're really good. Well, I think if those four teams put our film on, they're saying – Man, Dolton's pretty good too. So mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those games where you know, you know, you 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 could lose every every one of those four games. We could every win every one of them too. And um, mm-hmm. you know, we just we, we just talked to our kids all along. We just take it day by day. We try to continue to get better. We have done that. Um, you know, we, we are halfway through the season. Are we a better football team right now than we were when we played Carroll? Yes, we are. Um, we we have. Um, I don't know if we're more dynamic than we were last year on offense. Um, we're as dynamic. Um, and I know that we've got a lot more heads to the monster um, when it comes to moving the football defensively. We return a lot of people back there. Um, our secondary is playing real good. So we're in a good position in a lot of spots. Um, like I said, but I think, you know, you know we're better maybe at this point than we were last year, but I, but I think a lot of people are better too. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got our work cut out for us. It starts on Friday. Um Baker scores tons of points. I know we'll talk about them in the second segment, but um, you know, I think it's a you, you know we were able to 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 get after a real good Prattville team two weeks ago. Um, we played Auburn tough three weeks ago. We you know I think kind of overwhelmed a, a team we we outmatched heavily against Smith Station. But you know, it's it's what's coming up in the schedule is why we why why we coach this game. It's it's why we play this game. It's um you know one of those ones where you know, if, if you don't play well, you're going to get beat. If you play well, it's going to be a great program win. And there's really not a lot of margin for anything in between. And uh, um, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. Our kids are excited. Um, I think we're, you know, at, at this point of the season, nobody is healthy. No team is healthy, um, but but we're getting healthier than what we've been. So we're getting some kids back, but uh, certainly excited about the second half. And uh you know, I think that if, if someone would have told us we'd be four and one sitting halfway through the year, um, I think we all would have probably taken that. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, the thing that makes me, you know, I think excited is, you know, just how far this program's come in a year and a half. You know, we, you know, it's, it's, we went out and had a great year last year, and that was one year. You know, I talked to the kids, I said, it's going to be tougher year two because we're not going to surprise people. And here we are sitting in the same situation week two beating the same opponents and, and, and and becoming, you know, not a good football team, but a good football program. And, uh, you know, that was certainly why we took this job and what our goal was when we built it.
1: Coach, you want to jump back to defense? Obviously they're going to be tested Friday night. As, as you mentioned, I thought they dominated early, uh, this past Friday night against Smith station, Marquise Myers had a huge game. Zeke Scott was all over the place. And uh, my favorite, Xavier Aguara, comes away with the defensive lineman's dream. He gets a he gets an INT. Of course, it bounced around off a few shoulder pads before he grabbed it. But uh, I thought they they played an outstanding game. Jaden Lee, Kenoris Ford got time in there. Michael Lowe. Those guys really just controlled the line of scrimmage. I thought.
2: Yeah, our defense is you know they've been very opportunistic this year, and um, always seem to be around the ball and. You talk about, you know, Zayabara, he's a, he was a guy that, you know, we saw last year, we knew he'd have a chance to play for us. And the big transition from freshman when you, when you, when you have a body like he has, he's a bigger kid, he's strong. You can kind of dominate on that aspect alone. And and there was a little learning curve with him, learning how to play with technique and and, and things that we do. And man, he is, he, he has made as great of strides as anybody on our the defensive side of the ball. And uh, um you know, like I said, we're in a good position. Um, we're starting to develop some depth over there, especially on the de- – three weeks ago, we, I would say we had zero depth on the defensive line, and, and now we're playing five or six ki- uh, kids every week in there at that, and it's only going to help us down the road here.
0: Coach, you talked a little bit about depth and a and program uh, in general, but, you know, you, you kind of start from that ninth-grade JV in varsity. Um, can you make a few comments about, about the JV year season they've had, and when that may? I know it kind of this time of year almost wraps up, but some of those players that uh, we we may have saw some of them Friday night, but kind of what kind of JV season we had this year?
2: Um, right, right now they're sitting five hundred. Um, you know they uh, you know two wins, two losses. Um, you know, lost a one score game. Um, you know we, we 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 put a lot of value. Our, our, our freshman thing is our freshman team is the same way. Um, they lost by four and they've lost by two. They're sitting at um, two and two. So, you know, there's certainly some, some talent coming up through the ranks. Um, you know, we look at those as really developmental years that, that it's a it's a step in the process of what, you know, we don't we don't get state championship trophies for freshman football or JV football. Um, it's a key it's a key part of, of what we're building. And um, we've got great lower level coaches. That, that do a good job of that. Um, I can tell you there's some really good players coming on that freshman team. I think there's going to be three or four of them that start for us next year, that type of talented group. So uh, certainly excited. And, uh, yeah, they, they, that group is winding down. They've both got a few more games left, and a lot of those kids will transition into another sport, and the other ones will, you know, get ready for the 24 season.
1: Coach, before we go to break here, just uh, I was trying to figure out, and I was trying to keep up with it, Uh, I know we only had maybe nine attempted passes, but did we even throw the ball the second half? I think everything was a run play, was it not?
2: Everything was. And, again, that comes back to, you know, you don't want to score to look how it looked. You know, we ran the ball between – I think we ran in the second half one play outside the tackles. We don't Mm -hmm. ever tell our kids not to score. They're going to go out there and and they're going to play hard. Um, But, no, we did not. Um, Again, just, you know, we're certainly not in the business of embarrassing anybody. Um, You know, just give a chance to get people reps, and we were fortunate to do that.
0: Yeah. Well, Coach, we're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about tomorrow night's game where the Wolves will travel all the way to Mobile to play the Hornets of Baker. You're listening to the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show here on 96.9 The Legend. Coach, tomorrow you travel to Baker to play uh, Coach uh, Steve Norman's team. Five and O, probably got one of the uh, top recruited quarterbacks uh, in, in South Alabama and in, in Josh Flowers there. You mentioned earlier, they, they score 44 points a game average so far, but they give up 26. Kind of a kind of a quick version of, of how you're going to keep Flowers contained uh, tomorrow night. Well, I think,
2: you know, I was asked a long time ago, what's the hardest quarterback to defend, one that runs or passes? And uh, the answer is easy. It's one that can do both, and that's what he does. Um, very unique talent. He's a big kid. You know, he's not a guy who's going to go and – you know, run to the right and juke five people and run all the way back across the field and score a 69 touch, 60, uh, a 65 yard touch. He's not that, but, but, you know, he's, he's 6'3, he's 220 pounds and he's, he's always falling forward and he's hard to tackle. And he's, um, last week he carried the ball 23 times. Um, interesting stat line. The week before, um, I think he completed 12 passes for 380 yards. So, so they're running the football and they're taking shots. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, sounds a little bit like what we do. Um, want to run the mm-hmm. ball and take shots. So, you know, they're they they are extremely dangerous on offense. You know, I mean, they've got an SEC quarterback, they've got an SEC receiver, and the Cane kid who's who's a committed to Auburn. The kid on the other side is committed to Troy. So they've got three dynamic um, skill guys right there, and and the running back is really really good too. So we have our work cut out for us. Um. You know, but I think that it's a great test to see where we're at um, at this point of the year, especially defensively. Um, they do give up some points on on defense, and I hope that, you know, we're able to have some sustained drives. And, you know, our best defense can, can be flowers on the sidelines if we we can able to move the football. Um, you know, we were able to get after them when they came up here last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know they'll be um, – you know, they'll be fired up. They're playing with a lot of passion right now. I read something that was their first time um, starting 5-0 and in 50 seasons. So I think it tells you a little bit about, about where their program's at right now. But it's just a, a huge non-region matchup, um, top 10 battle in the state. And uh, we're excited for it.
1: Yeah, Coach, when they made their way up here last year, you were able to contain Flowers. It, the, the conversation had already started about him last year, and now he is committed, or at least verbally committed, I think, Mississippi State. Uh, he rushed for over 1,400 yards last year, and, and so my question is: I saw against Daphne, he, like you were saying, he threw for over 200, but ran for like 127. Um, was that is most of those off of a of a scramble run, or is a lot of just a called quarterback keeper?
2: No, it, it is. It, they're they have a a really good quarterback run game, and it's very single wingish. To be honest with you. Um, um, sometimes it's a it's a mesh to the running back and a quarterback counter sometimes they just direct snap to him and let him run um, you know kind of reminds me a lot of um, kind of the, the the Cam Newton stuff back in the day when Oliver yeah. was doing when they were you know direct snapping to him and you know it's quarterback sweep it's quarterback counter it's you know it's kind of the, the philosophy right you you get the ball in your best player's hands and and see what happens so you know I think that you know we have a chance, you know, to be the best defense they faced up till this to this point. Um, you know, people have no one's really stopped them. There's been some people that have been able to slow them down at some points, but you know the the thing that you got to do against them is you you, you got to get them in second long. You got to prevent the big pass. I mean they the Kane kid is the real deal. I mean he is. I mean you know we've, we as you as you know in this state and in our region you see those kids. It seems like almost weekly, right? You know the 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 kid from you know, central Phoenix city, the nation kid from Auburn, um, last year it was Michael Johnson at enterprise. Um, it was a Shanks kid last year at Pratt, but we see those kids, you know, it was a Perry kid at Foley. So, you know, we've got experience going against guys like this. You know, I think the, what makes them unique is, is they've got a second one, which makes it tougher and they've got a quarterback that that's really, really talented. So, um, you know, I know it's kind of matchups that people love to see in the state and, uh, um, like I said, I think that uh you know, I think we're just excited to see where we're at um, against that caliber of an opponent.
0: Yeah, and that's Bryce Kane. You're talking about coach averages I think about 103 yards from the receiving position uh, there at Bakery. You know, you touched on a little bit about recruiting. Any any uh, conversations. I know there's some going on uh with our kids at Dothan. Uh, who's been looked at and who's been talked to and and you, you uh, and know, right? right I mean, now, no decisions been made, but but I mean just kind of You know, right now it's like kind
2: right of a mole. A lull time, in the sense of, um, you know, the, the, they're in the season. We're in our season. Um, we'll have some kids take some junior day visits. Um, so we've got kids that are doing that. You know, Jalen Corbett's been on them. Tamarian Peterson's been on them. Marcus Myers has been on them. And those are just a three, a we, uh, few we've had more than that that have been on campuses. But really, we're, that that'll really kick in um, once the seasons are done. And um, you know, it's 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 the NCAA has cut back on their their, their on. their their visits as a staff well if you go to a game and watch, that counts as a visit so you know that's what I just had a school the other day reach out to me and um it was actually a school from down by mobile that um wanted some information on our kids and hey coach here's why we won't be there um because we want to get into your school um and see those kids in person and if we come watch them in the game that's going to knock out one of our days so it's you know it's recruitings it could be a whole show on recruiting at the way it is right now I just listen to some of you know, Deion Sanders' comments this weekend about it, um, just very enlightening. And, you know, it's just the portal change. But, you know, we've got kids that are out there. We've got good football players here. Um, Justin Jones, our assistant head coach, kind of leads that up, kind of the recruiting part. He does a great job. He's always, um, you know, reaching out to to schools and, and and selling our kids and marketing our kids so they can get a great look.
1: Yeah. So, Coach, this will be our, our longest trip this year to the other side of, of Mobile. Does that uh, – I guess you just kind of back that up an hour of uh, your normal uh, away game week and start from there?
2: Yeah, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a leave as late as possible, Guy. I think um, I want to drive. I want to get off the bus. I want to get dressed. And I want to play football. Um, um, I want to coach, you know, I want the kids to play, but um, we're gonna actually take a little bit different method tomorrow, leave a little bit earlier. Um, we will eat before we go. Um, it's a three and a half it's a three and a half hour car, car ride, which as you know, could be 345 on a bus. So you know we'll let the kids most of the kids will sleep the whole way actually. So we're gonna get out, head down there um, and eat a big lunch. And then after that, we'll go do a walk through at um, South Alabama um, in their indoor, get our kids up, get them moving, get them stretched out, um, you know, have a chance, you know, to um, just kind of get back their legs underneath them. And then from that point on, it kind of moves into regular as if we were playing over here at Rip U. So, um, you know, really the big difference is, you know, you I mean, you, the kids will literally be in a car for almost eight hours. Um, you know, we'll get back probably two thirty in the morning and. Um, You know, our our kids, there's a lot of travel living in the wire grass when you've got to, I mean, even for region games and we play against mobile schools and non-region games, but it is what it is. We don't, you know, we always said we'll play anybody, anywhere. And, um, you know, I I didn't know if we knew Baker's going to be this good when we signed this this contract, (laughs) but uh, um, I, I think games like this are good for you. Is it just home, home so yeah. sorry, just home
1: and home so no, far? I'm sorry, Jared, just home and home so far with Baker? Is that completing that two-year deal?
2: Yeah, so this will be done. You know, and there's really two ways people are doing it now. They're they're paying people to come in and have two home games. Or, you know, you basically look at what your gates are. Um, or, you know, you do a, a home and home where they come to you one time, you go to them come one time. So, um, you know, we're already beginning to look at non-region games for next year because it's you have to be working ahead. So we're looking into um, – into into those things right now and have some feelers out with some people that that we're probably going to play. And as you know, the the, the problem with the Wiregrass is um, for a 7A school, there's just not a lot of people around here that, um, you know, really want to play, you know, in our our brand of football. You know, people know, hey, it's a non-region game and it's going to be a physical game. Do we really want to risk it? Some people um, um, banged up. You know, so it's, you know, we're going to have to travel one way or the other, them coming to us or them going to them. But, you know, I just love playing different people. Um, you know, that's why I love playing Foley last year. I mean, you know, if you look back to our time at Enterprise, we've played, we've played Auburn now seven times in four seasons. And, you know, so the ability to go out and play people that are in your um, classification, but not in your region, I'm just a huge fan of that because I think it, it gives a chance for you to kind of show the, the, the toughness. Um, and quality of your region so you know not only are we playing for dothan we're playing for region two um you know because that is who we match up with in the playoffs um you know so just like you know foley you know played prattville out of that region so um you know like i said we're excited it'll be a long day um if we can get the win the bus ride back will seem a lot shorter i can tell you that
0: <laughs> i'll just gonna make a comment you know it's kind of irony last year when ken and i went to foley for the playoff game how you scheduled Baker back and forth, and kind of like you matched up, and you know, just like last year, make playoffs, may play Auburn again. Match up this year, playoffs, you may play Baker again. Who knows? Since we do match up with with that uh, with that Region One. So. Yeah, that is.
2: It's and I think it's it's one of those things where, you know, we're both in the same scenario. It's they're they're in the spot down there of, you know, five teams battling for four spots. We're in the same thing here. Five or six teams battling for four spots. We're thankful to be one of those, but know that we've got to play some good football the next few weeks um, or we'll be on the outside looking in.
0: Well, Coach, that'll wrap us up for this week's Coach's Show. Thank you again for joining us. Good luck tomorrow, and we'll see you at Baker High School. We'll be on the air 645 pregame, kickoff at 7 For those that can't make the trip, if so, you can make go on Go and get the website and get your ticket, Uh, not knowing what the situation is of buying a ticket at Baker, but GoFan.co for sure will sell you a ticket. You've been listening to the Jet Kennedy Show here on 96.9 The Legend.